0: Welcome back to another episode of Hit The Lights Podcast Plus with me and Gary. Um, We are currently making our way through an EICR and just sort of having a look to see what value of money you're getting for one of these cheaper options out there. Um, So far, we've done the characteristics pages and moved our way through the inspections. Uh, This is hoping to be the final edition in this. Um, We're going to do the test results. So, um, welcome back, Gary. Oh, thank you very much, Pete. That's all right. So, just looking at this certificate straight away, I've noticed we've got three consumer units to make our way through. That seems to be a main (laughs) one. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. He's barely tested them. It won't take long. Okay, yeah. So, um, I'm assuming the... Sort of the way to go it is hit DB1, then 2, and then 3, and then try and find this elusive off peak board he was talking about. I mean, straight away, I'll take the reins. It's 100% values on maximum permitted ZS, whereas an EICR should be at 80%, unless you've got all the design calculations in front of you, which he's already said he hasn't.
1: So, where does it state that it has to be 100% on that certificate? Or it has to be 80%, sorry?
0: I think that's um, guidance in. It gone that's note three, because you can't allow for what the designers allowed for thermal. You don't know about its run, do you? But he's already said he's limited by how the circuits have been installed, so he doesn't know if it goes through insulation. He knows none of that, so he needs to allow that 20% factor to allow for those, really.
1: Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. I th- I, I would always take it as potentially why can't the maximum? Because it is the maximum ZS. It doesn't say 80% value in that column. So I would always take that you can put 100% in, but you should assess the the maximum measured against an 80% value, not against 100% value.
0: I just write in the comments, because it's in the ICR, I've got no access to the design criteria. And therefore, my maximum ZS will be at an 80% value to allow for thermal effects and other unknown causes.
1: That's fine. So I'd, I've got no issue with that. I think it's just if that note isn't present, I would always put in that column, the one that's actually stated in BS7671. Well, that's fair enough,
0: but then what if, let's say, first circuit there's so a B32 maximum of 1.37, so uh, 80% that's 1.1. So what if it was 1.24? Would you pass that? Because it says on there it's okay. So there's me as the client looking at that, thinking, well, why has he passed or failed that when it's?
1: No, so I, I would put it down as a, an observation. And I'd be detailing it that it exceeded the 80% value. That's that's just how I would capture. it.
0: I don't have a problem with that because you've wrote that down. Yeah. I can understand what you were thinking at that time. You know, you have to can't keep all the information yourself. You've got to share what you're thinking because it's a report. So you need to say this is what I thought and this is why this code exists. Yeah. So yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. Further then oven radio, you've got type of wiring A which is obviously thermoplastic insulated cables, and reference method A, which I'm pretty sure is enclosed in a conduit on a thermally insulated wall. I would have expected to have seen a 100
1: or 101.
0: Yeah, that's what I'd have done, if not reference C, depending on insulation, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, like the loft and that is insulated. So
1: so there was something earlier he ticked about having conduit, and um, didn't he? It's only for singles, isn't it? Well, he did kind of tick
0: two sections, didn't he? Yeah, one is singles in conduit and one is the integrity
1: of the conduit. But what we're saying is we've got a type of wiring or a reference method. One of them has got to be wrong.
0: I'd agree, yeah. There's something obviously not right there. So if there's a contradiction or there's something not right or further investigation into what he's talking about, again, this is why it helps to have a page separate that you just write down.
1: Notes. Yeah. So I mean, he's pretty much done that for every circuit, A, and a hasn't he? Um, yeah. So we've got issues there. If we go down on number of points, we've got no number of points.
0: Yeah. So the number of points thing is weird because he had the schedule of test results next to him, circuit charts, and on there that I have seen, it has the number of points. That would be that would be a start
1: a starting point, wouldn't it?
0: Well, it's a foot through the door, at least, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Again, it's a a starting point. I wouldn't want to see that just directly transferred onto here, but at least it would give some indication um, and some at least intelligence on his part to transfer the information. Yeah.
0: No, I'd agree with you. I'd always verify it myself. But if I, let's say, kitchen sockets, it says 11 points, and I can only find nine, there's two more I need to find somewhere, isn't there?
1: I think it's one of those things, isn't it?
0: It depends if they're trying to charge per point beforehand or not.
1: Well yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could be it could be any, any number of reasons. Um this is half the battle isn't it when when they're rushing and they're not doing proper isolation and verification of circuits points may get counted that aren't on that circuit.
0: No, but sort of my point was it would give you reason to inspect a bit more. Yeah. It would it, you know a red flag you think mm. well what's going on here I need further information.
1: So we've got everything on 60898 type B's, so that's fairly standard. Someone else I've
0: noticed, he's literally done no testing on the oven at all.
1: No, and that's pretty much...
0: No, right. He's got the live-to-earth insulation resistance, so he must have turned it off. But I've got a limb on the ZS, I've got nothing on the polarity, I've got a limb on the R1R2,
1: he must have turned it off either that or it's a he's bodged it not realizing i mean he's got 63 yeah so so we say that's a pass it's a pass but it's it would it's a result that would make me curious
0: yeah you'd want to know why it was well i suppose if it's 30 years old
1: and yeah i mean yeah we're probably going a bit off track but yeah let's let's get back to like the if we go address each circuit in terms of going down rather than across i think it'll be a a quicker way of just quickly analyzing what we've got where Mm -hmm. um so obviously we've got the a and the a now what i would say is if he's assuming that potentially we've got conduit and singles two five and two five makes sense
0: well then why didn't he go for type of wiring c thermoplastic cables in non-metallic conduit
1: why didn't he do a lot of things um, oh, no, i'm just just asking the question yeah no I, i'd agree it, the methodology and the information all in this report is is just incredibly wrong so in terms of disconnection times i think we've, we've got nothing above 32 so we're okay oh, with, the with all that yeah um we've got 32 ratings we've got various circuits uh, six ka capacities um rcd so so he's got oven kitchen sockets we've got loft boiler immersion radial so he'd previously ticked that all sockets had it so we've got kitchen sockets without rcd that he's detailing here yeah um we've also got the one you mentioned on the oven um we've then got immersion radial lounge lights um and loft lights and garage lights all not on an rcd yeah
0: well naughty
1: It is indeed. Um, So he's not captured that in any of his documentation anywhere. Then when it comes to doing our ring final end-to-end testing, um, we've got limbs on every available circuit that it would be applied to.
0: I mean, looking at this, everything, all the R1, R2s are limbed, apart from where he's done a ZS, and it looks like he's done whatever the ZS was minus the ZSDB of 0.5, So, for example, this one study sockets. I've got a 0.49 on the ZS, but it's put
1: 0.01 for an R1 R2. So on his ZS, he's actually got lower than his ZE. Yeah. Which I could,
0: I'd accept. If if it was a socket under a board, I might accept that.
1: It's just highly unlikely. There's still some. There's got to be some resistance. I'm just talking
0: and, voltage differences over a period of time. It's taken him to do the dead onto the live tests. Yeah, and yeah, unlikely. I, I go with that completely. But I'm when but are t- you ever um, going to have 0.1 as a R1 R2 for a study sockets?
1: Well, I mean, this is it. I mean, we've got diner sockets and we've got kitchen sockets. Now, 0.04 R1 R2 for a yeah. kitchen sockets. How unlikely is
0: that? What's he done? 50 mil.
1: Well, yeah, it's, um, you know, that's, that's less than we're going to be expecting our 16 mil bonds.
0: They're all completely like bang on the nose what the ZS was. Yeah, he's
1: and just calculated R1, R2s, isn't he? As
0: it? we know, we, you can use the R1, R2s and you can apply, you can calculate ZS basically off your R1, R2, but you can't work it back because there's too many factors.
1: Even, yeah, so again, he's, he said he can't isolate, but then he's, I mean, he's ticking. He's ticking polarity how's he done that without isolating them
0: well i'm assuming he's used a plug-in socket tester yeah but i disagree because you know is that a proper means of testing i always think if you do your r1r2 followed i buy your r1rn that's how you do polarity
1: and and this is it and if he hasn't gone to all of the sockets how can you guarantee that one socket isn't connected the wrong way it will have polarity on the circuit mm-hmm but it doesn't verify that potentially one of them might have the neutral and live crossed. No, I agree. It'll just, it'll just run through and you won't recognize that it's there. Um, so yeah, there's some, there's definitely some work to be done on that. Um, we've then got a host of limbs on various circuits. Um, nowhere in here um, are we looking at sub distribution either. So I'm guessing it's a of Henley blocks. Is it? Um, I think so. Okay, so that's fine. Um, and then yeah, so got... it
0: goes through a switch fuse. That's what it does. Comes out of the Henley box, goes through a switch fuse for the distant circuit, which is DB3.
1: But there's no on here. There's no notice of the switch fuse. So he's not noted that as a separate piece of equipment. No. So that that's quite a big one then. Mm-hmm.
0: And the other thing I'm looking at here on the disconnection time milliseconds for the RCD. It goes 18.9, 18.9, 18.9, and then it's 19.9, 19.9, 19.9.
1: Typo. Well,
0: that's what I'm thinking.
1: Yeah, and obviously, maybe it's the certification, but it doesn't state that, that whether that's times one or times five.
0: No, I mean, we all know that if it was for fault protection, it would be times one, and if it was for additional, it should be times five, but something else to keep on this additional sheet that we should be doing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if it's probably quickly worth it, but are there any other tests that you would like to see on here in that in that note that the times one and times five?
0: I'd ramp. Always do a ramp test. Yeah. Um, I'd like R1RN. I'd also yeah. like a I know there's a live live, but I'd like a live neutral and a neutral Earth IR tests.
1: Yeah.
0: I'd also like a polarity dead, polarity live test.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that um and yeah off the top of my head then no how about you probably everything you just said to be perfectly honest there might be one or two other items um i think as things like rcd type yeah it'd be nice, to see, yeah, it, it'd be nice to see that there
0: no okay yeah well i mean like, each individual installation will have its own tailor-made things we would like to see but that's covering the large breadth of them
1: yeah Okay, so should we move on to DB2?
0: Yeah, so DB2 is a small subboard which is just doing external supplies. Got a gate supply and lights outside and two spares.
1: Again, we've he's noted thermosetting armoured.
0: Yeah, so he's done type of wiring G, which is thermosetting SWA as opposed to F, thermoplastic SWA. So has he actually inspected that? And is there a reason why it would have to be a thermosetting plastic? or not so yeah would like more information on that again
1: no points noted no number of points he's put Which, down reference method d no for very memory Buried direct armored 2525 i haven't really got any issues with the sizing of the of the cores so we've got 608 nine eights um b16s again we've got an rcd on it better than nothing um again he's put limb so, he's, again, his lim, limitation on live-to-live, live. he's tested live-to-earth, he's not got polarity on it, he's not done a dead test. And he hasn't some, done a ZS. And he hasn't done a ZS, but somehow he's tested the RCD, which means he's turned it off.
0: So, yeah, he's basically noted what he's found at the board, and that's it.
1: Yeah, so I don't know, I can only assume the RCD figure is made up.
0: Well, I'd assume the RCD was done at the roadside of the RCD. Yeah, but either way it's going to isolate. He's, he's had to have isolated it because he's... um. Done the
1: mega ohms. Yeah. So why why is the loop a limb? Well, he probably just didn't have time. You'd assume so. He hasn't captured that. I don't think he, he put. They weren't very cooperative, but he didn't um, didn't capture that he didn't have time to do yeah, it. it.
0: It's another contradiction, isn't it? He said he couldn't yeah. isolate supplies. However, what I'm assuming he's done is he's knocked off all the power for a period of about five minutes, done a couple of IR tests on the whole board and then he's put it back into service. So the nuisance of power not being on wasn't for too long. But um, again, it doesn't say that anywhere.
1: No, I'd agree with that. I, I think that's a, probably the right assumption because it's the same results for circuits one and three. Mm. So yeah, like you say, he's done it at the board. So yeah,
0: I mean, we can just, uh, sort of conclude DB2 was a quick, open the lid, turn it off, few tests, put the lid back on, probably took him. If you said five minutes, would
1: you be being over fair there? Um, it probably take him five minutes to note the circuit. I'd say no more than fifteen minutes. Yeah, okay,
0: well, fifteen minutes. All right, so yeah, it hasn't taken him too long on that, and that's that's it done. Fifteen minutes in and out the board, and it's not really that helpful, is it? Yeah. The information he's given there, apart from the RCD times, I could get that by looking at the board without doing anything. Exactly. So Um, let's let's jump on the DB3, which is a sub board, which is further in the house. I think it's actually outside the downstairs toilet.
1: And again, this is from the switch fuse, is it? This one
0: is fed from a switch fuse, but I've already noted that the PFC is the exact same, whereas we'd expect it to be less further into the installation it moves. And obviously, no note that it is a switch fuse, different protective device and all the rest
1: so I, I would be expecting to capture that switch fuse as its own circuit schedule. Yeah, I agree. Again, we've got cabling issues, same issues from DB1. Um, again, the sizing of those cables is, appears to be incorrect. Um, again, six, eight, nine, eight. Again, we've, we've got socket circuits without RCD protection, three of them. Um, well,
0: this is actually an interesting point because... He's got that the wrong way around it's the sockets that are protected and it's the lights that aren't but he's wrote it the other way around on this report
1: yeah no you're you're, you're correct there yeah so he's actually written potentially the wrong circuit identification yep against the wrong circuits exactly um which isn't he's really muddled that up hasn't he um <laughs>
0: He's even put the 30 milliamp time and everything, but it's on the wrong side of a split load board.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then we've got limitations again on polarity, on live to live insulation resistance, Max ZS. Um, But we've got our disconnection time and RCD operation ticked. And another good one. Sockets in the hallway. We've got
0: 0.44 for our ZS. Which again is less than RZE apparently at the mains, but this comes through an armored cable into the building, so you'd expect the resistance to go up. And um, somehow we've got zero point zero one R one R two.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a considerable amount of the installation not captured here, is it? Um, from this switch fuse down to this this DB location.
0: Yeah, it's again it's more of a circuit chart it's more than a inspection and test report there is no Mm. testing done on this report at all really
1: yeah so okay so we've now gone through all of the certificate let's go back to the to the start again and maybe look at just how we might do a few things differently knowing what we know now As a bare minimum, not necessarily that we can put it right, because obviously we can't. We don't know what some of the information is, but how we might capture it differently. I'm not going to go right back to section one, but I'm going to go to number four the extent and limitations of inspection and testing. So he's put a lot of limitations in there, hasn't he? Oh, yes. Most of those limitations, I would suggest, have not been previously agreed. Definitely not. Definitely, definitely not. So I wouldn't be looking to put those in agreed limitations. I would be looking at putting those into the extent of the electrical installation covered by the report. Mm -hmm. There's there's fair chunks of live testing. There's fair chunks of dead testing not completed. I'd like to see some logical, some reasonable explanations as to why that's not been done.
0: I'd expect, you know, getting on to three quarters of a page, what we've assessed mm.
1: yeah i think i think that's probably the one of the key key elements to this is getting more detail in there um in terms of the operational limitations now i haven't seen any or heard of any i would expect that to be na not applicable
0: yeah the only thing i could think of obviously not in this one but like you said earlier if there was a, a life support machine or something that was critical and had to stay on yes but this is just you're running your mill house there's no <laughs> critical machinery there is nothing that needs to stay on therefore it can all go off
1: yeah i would agree i, I, I don't see any need for anything to be written in there no so should be an na um Summary of the condition of the installation. Now, I think we're probably, it's going to be an unsatisfactory. I don't think we could get away from that based on some of the information presented. I think we we then, go on.
0: So without having a thorough inspection that we've carried out ourselves, based on the information we've been given, all I can really say is due to technological advances, RCDs, fire rated fittings and similar, it would not comply with current regulations and some of those would indicate a And C2. Um,
1: we're making some basic assumptions that he knows what he was looking at and he's recorded some of it well. Yeah, some of S- it. Some, yeah. Right, so this is probably one of the key ones we'll come back to, um, but we'll, we'll leave that to end. Recommendations, we'll come back to that. Okay. I want to just go to observations and recommendations. Now, there's, I think we could probably if you did it on absolutely every item that's wrong in this report i think you'd end up with 50 plus items um, that you'd be recording potentially even getting up towards 75 100 of of the issues now that's because this is done poorly i don't think it's because necessarily the installation has those uh, that number of
0: defects what i'm hearing you say is that we can find more issues with the report than what there probably is in the installation
1: Potentially, yeah, and I think it's through lack of clarity um, of the narrative and the detail that's actually been put into the report.
0: Yeah, no, there's a lot of questions and we want
1: answers. So in terms of, you know, things like the condition of the installation, um, I think some of the major factors that I would be noting is that he's not captured a big section of the switch fuse and the sub main. Yeah, that's that's a critical part of the certainly probably a third of this installation
0: well i I want to know what size cable the armoured is i want to know what size fuse protects that cable is it satisfactory is there signs of thermal damage on the cable has it got adequate ip rating is it you know thousands of them
1: yeah don't really want to see um limitations and yeah i mean there's so many assumptions and limitations and things that he's made in this report that you, you just can't validate any piece of information from it and the amount of detail lacking in this report i don't think it's worth anything to the owner of the property
0: yeah i mean what i will say is that there is no such thing as the perfect installation no matter how good anyone thinks you are that you could always get someone else to come in and they will find fault so i would always i never ever go into a property and come away thinking oh i didn't get any uh, no codes
1: on that one. It's never happened. So we've probably highlighted most of the issues along the way. Let's go back to number six, recommendations. So based on what we do know, and what we do know is potentially missing from this uh, installation, how many years would you give it for the next inspection?
0: I, I honestly couldn't answer that. I know nothing of the installation. He's done that. Yes, he's done a bit of inspecting. A lot of it contradicts itself, and he's done no testing. I don't know if there's any deterioration of the cables. I mean, some of the results, the IRs are 0.2, but that's more than likely stuff plugged in in the system because he said he couldn't isolate it and he's tested it like an RCD, so I'm going to get a low resistance anyway. I, I can't answer that. There is not enough information. My recommendation would be get an EICR done.
1: So I would probably be changing that to three months you got three months to get another one done.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's perfectly acceptable.
1: Okay, so I think that's where we're at then, really, isn't it? Um, it's, pro- it's probably worth us just summarising, because obviously we've spent a long time doing these, this set of podcasts on this one particular report and summarising against what is actually happening in our industry, so without necessarily getting too deep into, you know, the politics and, and all the other stuff that's kind of going along with it. I think this authorization of contractors I think is an issue Um, the fact that we've got a domestic installer here completing this condition report now how do we know that they've been checked
0: what my issue would be is we have said already that this company seems to be a large company so it's not just a one-man band where's his QS where's the guy that says let me have a look at this and I'll sign it off because on here i can't see a qs signature it's it says report reviewed and authorized for issue by and it's blank so someone needs to be you know you can't say the qs model isn't working because there is no qs model here
1: Mm. yeah no i'd 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 completely agree i think it may be that the um i mean the trading obviously the guys who are reviewing this aren't going to see this um the na- these names and details in the report but I, I would suggest you know that potentially this this contractor is oversized by the sound of their name
0: yeah what it feels like to me is it's a large company which is taking all the profit out of the money and then they're just subbing it out to people who need work you know I don't have a problem with the guy he's obviously got to go to work and all the rest of it I have a problem with his managers and his leaders who should be sent, come to the side you know what's going on here this report isn't good enough and they, you know, let us upskill you. Let us, you know, have you got a two three nine one? You need more, you know, go work alongside our other inspectors. But they're not.
1: Um, right. Any final thoughts, then?
0: Yeah, I'm not. That's, you know, blaming the, the individual. It's you need to go in with the correct price. You need to look at the job beforehand, and all these. You don't let people dictate your prices, and you know that sort of leads on to your. Um, article you did professional electrician don't be dictated your prices don't be dictated your payment terms. you're the professional so you go in and say look for me to do this job it's going to cost X, y and Z that you shouldn't lower your standards.
1: yeah, I'd agree. Um, it's all feeding into the race to the bottom um, Unfortunately I think the systems need to find a way to not find the shortcuts
0: and that's always going to happen. Yeah. I mean, the trouble is, especially when you're an inspector, you are considered to be above installation. You are competent to know what is good and what is bad practices to follow regulations and all the other stuff. So you should be you know, reaching a pinnacle almost. So when you get a report like this, you think this guy hasn't a clue. Someone has to step in, be it an industry body. Like, yes, probably it should be. But does it does he even know that's the question does he know what he's doing isn't right
1: unfortunately i think that's what we're going to have to leave with but hopefully this has been a a good insight into the types of reports that are actually being produced by electricians who don't necessarily understand what they're doing with condition reporting
0: yeah scary times to come
1: well we shall see i'm sure there'll be many making a quick buck out there
0: yeah no exactly well anyway thank you very much for doing that with me gary it's a uh, been fun
1: it's been educational and i'm hoping that if if anyone else um obviously has got any points to add we're going to share the certificate it'd be great to get some other feedback of things that have been missed um and obviously if you want to do that on uh pete's uh twitter or instagram or my instagram page then that'd be great we can all share that all right okay well until next time thank you very much and thanks for listening
0: Anyway, that's why I'm not adding Burger King anymore.